This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. Welcome to the Health and Fitness Frederick Podcast, where we discuss all things related to health and wellness. We dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that you can actually understand. And it is hosted by yours truly, Dr. Matt Silver, Doctor of Physical Therapy and founder of Alpha Project Physio and Performance. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, and on this episode, we were supposed to have um, a, a pelvic floor physical therapist on. However, uh, uh, actually, I might have her on uh, next time, but uh, I just something got in the way of scheduling conflict. So instead of, of having her on, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, something I have. I've personally had that has given me a, a, a little bit of problems, actually a lot of problems, uh, when I was in high school and most of college. Um, and this is, it's called anterior pelvic tilt. Um, I recently actually had a patient who, she is um, she is suffering from this right now. Uh, I shouldn't say suffer, but she, she has this going on and you, really, you wouldn't really know. Um, it's, she's a runner. And she, I mean, she's in really good shape, but just has a lot of weird kind of aches and pains, especially just on one side. Um, but we're going to talk exactly, we're going to talk about what it is, um, how it occurs, and then some things you can do to, well, start working on it yourself. Um, and also things we're going to, yeah, and this stuff I see all the time, that really we see at Alpha Project Physio. So you're going to dive right in and uh, yeah, what what is uh, anterior pelvic tilt. Uh, this is when, if you're if you're standing, uh, I know a lot of you might be sitting in the car, but if you're able to stand, and you can actually do this while you're sitting, it might just it might not feel very good, especially sitting. Uh, what all I want you to do is place your hands on your hips, right on the sides uh, of each hip, right, kind of right where your your shorts line, your your belt where your belt line would be. Uh, you should be able to feel a bone kind of more in the front there, but your that's your that is your pelvis, right. You're, a lot of your hip muscles attached to at your pelvis. And all I want you to do is uh, imagine, so I have my thumbs kind of right above my glutes, right above my butt, and the rest of my fingers, my pointer finger to my pinky finger, they're more the front where our hip flexors are. I kind of dig in there. Some people, you might be like, ooh, that doesn't feel very good. That's that's kind of tender. Um, also keep note of that. That might mean you have to do some work there. But uh, imagine uh, if, I, if I took my hands off and now they're in front of me, and I and I tipped my hands forwards, right? Um, that is what I want you to do to your pelvis. Um, and if you're like, hey Matt, I have no idea what you're talking about. There's no visual cue. I'm a visual learner. Uh, that's fine. Stick your butt backwards. Right? Like you're trying to make your butt look bigger. Uh, that is an anterior pelvic tilt. And when I when I do this, I'm standing right now. When when I do this. Um, I mean, I don't have any pain doing it. If you have pain doing this, that's def- probably a sign. Hey, you're you you might you might already have this, but I'm standing normally. I'm just gonna push my butt back or actually tip it backwards using my 
my, my hands, kind of my thumbs in the back, my hands and my finger, rest of my fingers are in the front. I'm tipping it downward towards the ground. Um, uh, doing this, this is anterior pelvic tilt. Um, and if you're, if you are at home right now and you're not in the car, uh, I challenge you, no, not challenge. I don't really like when people say that. <laughs> my fiance definitely doesn't like when people say that, but, um, try just walk around like that. Try and walk around normal and then purposely stick your butt out and try and walk. I mean, you can do it, but imagine if you just walked around like that all the time and then you tried to jump and, and run and, and be active like that. It's it's gonna make gonna make things a little bit more challenging. Uh, you're definitely you're gonna put a lot more stress through the low back because uh, it's if you do this, your back is now it's hyperextending. There's already a lot of extension there. By extension, I mean bending backwards. Um, so it, what this does is it puts your body in a not so good position. It's a lot of people say posture. That's fine. I like the word position. You're put in a not so good position, and it's going to set you up for failure in the future. And it's probably going to cause some a lot of aches and pains. So, so now that we know what it is, right? It's this it's this excessive rounding of your pelvis forwards. And if you're like, hey, I still don't know what you're talking about, literally just stick your butt backwards. You should feel like, oh, that's what anterior pelvic tilt is. And you can squeeze your butt, keep your core tight. That'll bring it right back in. But when we talk about right what it is, right? But okay, we know what it is now. But what actually causes it, and what does it do? Like, what are the effects of this anterior pelvic tilt? Well, uh, it's in order to know, um, in order to know what causes it, we have to know a little bit of anatomy. So it's really, I promise you, this is not going to be hard. If you <laughs> anatomy one hundred and one, this uh, this I promise you, this will not be challenging. But this, think about it this way: you have, your pelvis needs to be in a good position, and if it's not, if it's out of position, certain muscles will be lengthened, certain muscles, certain muscles will be shortened, and we're not going to be able to to be as those certain muscles will not contract the right way. And it, actually, on both sides, if something is too short, it's going to produce less force, and if something is too elongated, it's going to produce less force. So we need to keep this in mind. Right, anytime that you you can actually have the opposite, we call it posterior pelvic tilt as well. That also is going to give us some problems. But this anterior pelvic tilt in particular, I think, is a lot more common and just has a host of problems associated with it. So um, this anterior pelvic tilt, why does it occur? It occurs because certain muscles are tight compared to others. And there's one thing that we do in in our right, our modern society that we really haven't done. Uh, that, that well, that a lot more societies, not that, not that they don't do this, but they do it at a much less frequent rate. And that is sitting, and I'm mean just sitting in general, but sitting on chairs uh, with our legs dangling uh, and our yeah right and and you know, whether we're on the computer, computer chair, sofa, when we're sitting like that, that is a not that is a horrible position to be in. And uh, what I mean by that is think of it this way. Have you ever seen somebody doing yoga and or a, a monk? I'm sure you've probably seen YouTube videos or photos or maybe you've been to maybe somewhere in China or uh, somewhere in Asia where hey, you've seen somebody meditating or you've meditated yourself or you, right, you've done some meditation. And well, think about it this way. Do they ever slouch when they're when they're meditating? Because if so, I'd love to see a picture of it because I've never seen anybody meditating in a, in a bad position, in bad posture. And I, I'm pretty sure I can walk into any high school, walk into a class, random classroom, and well, not that you probably won't be able to do this, but you can walk into a random classroom 
and probably see more than half the class slouching over right, in horrible posture and horrible positions. Well, how are, uh, our, how are we meditating in good positions? But you, for hours on end, right? Monk, I mean, I've seen a third of people meditating for hours and days even. But the moment we sit for 10 minutes, we can't even maintain our back position and we start slouching over. So what is, right, what, what, what's happening here is our our we're not using our body's mechanics. When we're sitting crisscrossed and our palms are up and rotated out to the side, our shoulders are rotated out, we're naturally creating a lot of stability where on the on the other hand, if we are just sitting at a desk, sitting in a chair, right, we're just, we're not rotated. We're not what we call externally rotated and our body is not, we're not creating passive tension and it shows. We're seeking, when I round my back, I actually feel like, hey, I have more tension here. When actuality, yes, you're you're at, you're stretching your muscle out, but it's not good in the long term because you're going to keep on stretching it, and it's not a good position to be in. So, so long story short, when you sit down, right, we sit at a at a chair most of the time. We're not we're not sitting crisscross. Our our we're not our arms not rotated out with our palms up like we're doing yoga and meditating. Right, we're we're setting ourselves up for failure. Part of that is the more you sit like that, your hip flexors are actually working to keep you up. And it's, that's fine if it's for a short term, but if you do that every single day from elementary school to middle school to high school to college, and then you have a desk job, I mean, no wonder why we have so many orthopedic problems. We're sitting all day and our hips get tight. And one of the most common causes, most common uh, uh, presentations of hip tightness, it's not really, but people don't walk around and say, oh, my hips are tight. They walk around with their butt sticking out. And with this anterior pelvic tilt, that is what anterior pelvic tilt is. That is the cause of it. The number one cause is your hips in the front. Your hip flexors are tight. And I don't mean just, you know, this muscle, you can, you can palpate and touch it. I mean, these hip flexors are deep. They're one of them. There's iliopsoas. It's deep to your intestines. It attaches, it attaches to your low back, your lumbar vertebrae, your low back bones. It attaches there. And then it goes to your hip bone and allows you to bring your hip up. So it is actually directly pulling on your back, directly pulling your pelvis forwards and causing that anterior pelvic tilt. That is the number one cause of it, in my opinion, hands down, just from all the sitting that we do. Um, so if that's tight, what's going to happen is it's not going to pull your, right? you're not going to walk around with a flexed hip. You're going to pull the other way and that other pull is it's going to move your pelvis around. And it's going to move it around in a not so good position, and that is rotated forwards because of how tight your hip flexors are. Um, hands down, number one cause of it. Some other, and and what tends to happen is uh, we see a lot of people that are like, "Hey, Matt, I just I cannot activate my butt. Like, what is wrong with me? I do all these glute bridges, all these glute raises, and I'm like, I can't squeeze my butt. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with me? And uh, wait, nothing wrong with you, but." your hips are probably really, really tight. And because you have this anterior pelvic tilt, you're not able to squeeze your butt and it turns your butt off. So this anterior pelvic tilt is caused from hip tightness, but it propagates the issue. And now you can't turn your butt on. You can't use the most powerful muscle in your body, your glutes, and it turns your core off. I mean, now not only is your back in a bad position, your glutes, which is a spinal stabilizer, one of the most powerful spinal stabilizers, is turned off, and now your core is turned off. Like what? All right, this is just a triple whammy recipe for a disaster for low back pain. And if it's not low back pain, it's going to be sciatica. Or uh, the runner I'm seeing right now, she's having pain in the, her last three toes. And 
or excuse, excuse me, num, a numbness and tingling in her last three toes. And that is all f- most likely from her, from her anterior pelvic tilt. Um, so, right, it's not just, hey, I'm going to have a little back pain from this. I'm like, you might be, and it right, only happens when you're halfway into a run. Like, oh, I get this pain because now you're compressing your back at the same time as it's hyperextended because of this. And it is a complete cycle, guys. So anterior pelvic tilt, um, right, it's that anterior rolling of the pelvis, sticking your butt out. Um, to actually, try and stick your butt out and jump. Ugh, I don't even want to. <laughs> I just tried doing it. It does not feel good. Um yeah, sticking your butt out, jumping, if you can try it, but it's not going to feel good. If you're in the car, think about just like just like trying to sit there and stick your butt back. And you can you probably you'll probably feel because you're loaded, your 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 spine is loaded in that position. Uh, you'll probably feel, "Ooh, this doesn't feel very good on my back." And yes, it does not because it's hyperextended. And it's turning your butt off, turning your core off, not good positions to be in. Um, so, that is uh, that is anterior pelvic tilt in a nutshell, right? It's caused from tightness in the hips. It'll turn off your core. It'll turn off your glutes. Overactivate your hamstrings. If someone's like, hey, I have this hamstring pain, a lot of times anterior pelvic tilt is the cause of that. So, I mean, for runners, it can it, it can cause knee pain because now your glutes not activating when you're running. Now you're overstriding more because your your hips are tight. There's, it, there's so much it causes, right? But this is the root cause of so many problems runners face, athletes face, crossfitters face, is that they can fix this anterior pelvic tilt, right? It's, it's like this log jam where you know, it, jam, it jams at the top and jams all these other logs behind it. If we pull the one log out, guess what? Everything tends to flow the right way. So we know it's caused by hip tightness. So how do we <laughs> how do we fix this? We release the hips, right? We, we, we restore the proper tension and, and relationship between these muscles of the glutes and the, and the hip flexors. In our society, it's typically, hey, hip flexors are we're typically always tight because we sit down so much. And that's that's what we tend to see is, hey, a lot of that's, in my opinion, it's an epidemic of so many people that have anterior pelvic tilt and, you know, don't know how to fix it. And they're trying stretches and they're doing all these things. So how do you fix the problem? You have to restore the length, tension, what we call the length, tension, tension relationship. Say that 10 times fast the length of tension relationship between the hip flexors and the body and the glutes. So we have to make sure we put this pelvis back in a proper position and then we start working at it, making sure this doesn't happen again. Releasing the hip flexors, strengthening the hip flexors. So many people never actually strengthen them. Um, and one of my favorite stretches to do is it's called the couch, again, C-O-U-C-H, couch stretch where it, it will hit your hip flexors and all ways you've never even thought of. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, I think some people love it, some people hate it, most people are intimidated by it, but it, uh, it is a fantastic stretch and holding that for two minutes is gonna be, it's, it, if I had one stretch to do for the rest of my life, it would be the couch stretch. Why? Because it is that good of a stretch. Um, you know, we do a lot of sitting, we have to be, uh, uh, we have to be ruthless with making sure our hips have the proper mobility. Uh, that is, uh, that's a, that's my opinion, a core value you should have in life. And, and as an athlete is proper hip flexion uh, mobility. Uh, we got leg tension relationship. I call it mobility. Just the moving well and having, uh, you know, the range of motion and the flexibility and the tissue quality. We call that mobility. So guys, making sure that we are taking care of our bodies and taking care of our anterior pelvic tilt, one of the best ways to do that is to do the couch stretch and do the, um, yeah, and releasing your hips. 
So I hope this episode was helpful. Uh, if you have any questions about anterior, anterior pelvic tilt, this is something we see all the time. I mean, and it, it causes so many different things, it's just random things that can go on. But if you want to solve this problem, guys, um, if you have it or you know somebody who has it, feel free, um, you know, uh, send us a DM, reach out to us on alphaprojectphysio.com because this is something, you know, this is something I want, you know, people should be addressing. Um, people should definitely be addressing this and, if they're not, it's only going to cause more problems down the road. Right? If you don't fix it now, what's going to happen in 10 years when you still have this back pain? But, uh, but anyway, guys, uh, I think this is uh, it's been a, this is a good place to stop. If you have any, also, if you have any questions about, hey, some content you'd like to see down the road, feel free. Shoot us, uh, shoot us in, uh, uh, an email or, again, send us a, leave a comment what you'd like to see. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, putting more podcasts on for you. The next one should be a pelvic floor one, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Hey, wait a minute, guys. I just want to say thanks for listening to the podcast today. I really appreciate it. And if you want to get more involved in the conversation of your health, your wellness, how to have longevity later in life, take care of your aches and pains, and learn how to do this on your own, that sounds cool to you. Uh, check us out at Alpha Project Physio uh, on Instagram and Facebook. And also check us out at alphaprojectphysio.com. Uh, Right? If you're interested in actually talking to somebody about these problems completely free, we do free phone consultations all the time. Uh, so if you want to do that, go to alphaprojectphysio.com. You click uh, talk to a doctor today, talk to somebody today. And uh, guys, on these calls, it's not we're not trying to sell you something. The goal is to really find out what you have going on and help you out. Right? If that's with us, great. If it's with somebody else, that's fine. So if you're interested in that, guys, please check us out at alphaprojectphysio.com. And I'll catch you next time.